welcome to our podcast. My name is Amelia. My name is Sherrick, and this is Amelia. And Sherrick, what are you doing? The podcast was that was there when Zydeco was born. <laughs> what? Oh, man, your brain. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's probably a good thing. Otherwise, yeah, I would, I would fucking hope so. <laughs> oh man! Otherwise, this podcast has been one big anxiety experiment for sure. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, if I didn't like the things that come out of your brain, then who should have been fifty-eight episodes of torture? Yikes! <laughs> uh, Yikes. And it has been the exact opposite of that. <laughs> nice, nice pull. Nice pull back uh, and saving there. That's all this is almost a Sam has termites moment. <laughs> <laughs> Which to clarify, she does not. I did not do a home inspection on Sam, but I can tell you she does not have termites. Nope. And if you have no idea what we're talking about, listen to last week's episode. Correct. <laughs> the episode directly before this one in your queue. Yes. <sighs> all right so this is the podcast where we talk about pop culture tv games movies um we talk about all sorts of cool stuff we sometimes bring friends on the podcast again check out last week's episode where we talked we had a lovely conversation with samantha um we talked about this off mic um we are planning to possibly bring samantha back uh in the future to talk more about it and and talk about like some other stuff that we didn't get to cover because like we didn't want to bring her on for like our the first episode and be like, hey, talk about all the wild shit you've encountered. Like, <laughs> so if you were interested, if you were just like, hey, awesome, like, but I kind of wanted to know about like some of like the shit that like, you know, is a bit more intense or wild. We'll we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're planning on hopefully bringing her back sometime soon. Um, but you know how you can ex- uh, you can expedite that process is by letting us know and uh, continue to listen if you would like to uh, know how to do that. So, yeah. Yeah, so Shirk. Yeah. How was your week? Oh yeah, that's right. We do this at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> it was my first like full week back to work after my, my mini break in a way. Um uh, I'm approaching by the time you were listening to this, I will have made my full two weeks out from being fully vaccinated. So that is dope. Um I don't know if I said this last week, but I I had minimal symptoms like I was able to sit in my computer for, per, for uh, on my computer for pretty much the entire day. I didn't stream, um, which I normally do that fr- like Friday, but um, I was feeling good enough that like if I really wanted to, I probably could have. Like it wouldn't have been as high energy as I normally am, but it it would have been a passable stream situation, I think. So that's a thing. Uh, I, I will talk about this thing next is I found out about the, the rumors of Hillary Duff's upcoming spinoff, How I Met Your Father, which uh, I feel like they should have been like, why not take a crazy chance? Why not revive an old franchise? Like, what the fuck is happening? Like, we can talk about this like after you talk about like how your week is gone, but I was just like, what what is happening here? Oh, and I hit 400 followers on Twitch. Oh, you did? I did officially. I'm I'm over the 400 numbers, so um, I will say this on our podcast as well. Uh, and I don't normally like pimp my 
Twitch channel all that heavily. I kind of just like mentioned at the end, but twitch.tv slash a black sparrow. If we can get to 500 followers on my Twitch channel before the end of June. So you've got all this month and all next month to get me to get there. I will play a horror themed game on stream of my choosing. Um, I'm also going to do a, a community goal through start of June to, to end of June. And if that goal is reached on top of the initial goal, so it's like, it's like, it's like a both gotta be hit kind of thing. I'm thinking at least, then I will let um, the community choose a horror game for me to play. So if they're not happy with the game that I played, that's, that's, that's a way to kind of, you know, steer, steer your destiny a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I'll just say that again, twitch.tv slash a black sparrow, uh, you know, 500 followers before the end of June. I'm sure a lot of people want to see me be scared on stream because I, this is like, this is, let me tell you, this is an incredibly rare opportunity because I will not play a horror game organically of myself. Like it's just not going to happen. Like it might be a suspenseful game or a thriller, but it's not going to be like, this game will literally terrify me. Like mm -hmm. some people are about that hats off specifically to uh, twitch.tv slash Andy Gab for that. Uh, they love playing horror games and I'm here for it, but not Chaboy. So <laughs> that's that. Uh, Amelia, how was your week? It was okay. Um, I say that every fucking week. Anyway, um, no, I had Wednesday through Friday off, mm -hmm. um, partly for a break and partly because I got my second COVID vaccine this week on Thursday. And I was doing so well. My I had gotten it with some friends at the same time, same day. So um, we were all texting each other, like, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Mm -hmm. And, you know, a few hours later, it was like some people were like, yeah, getting chills, feeling feverish. And I was like, I'm cool. I'm totally fine. I am great. Until 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh no the clock was just like yeah 24 yeah like 12 hours after i got the got the vaccine like almost exactly it just like bam yeah i was hanky and chills fever full body ache mm -hmm. and i was it was a very restless sleep that night. Mm. I woke up every couple of hours feeling awful. And then I finally woke up at like 7 a.m. And was like so in pain that I was like, I have to get up and take something. Mm -hmm. and I was also super, I was also kind of hungry and I didn't want to take Tylenol and whatever on an empty stomach so mm -hmm. I was like okay I'll get up I'll eat I'll take some meds and I like that is maybe the worst I have felt in a very long time mm -hmm. yeah and then I fell asleep on the couch <laughs> when I first woke up I was I had chills so I put on my comfy and then I got downstairs Sorry. and I was hot so I took the comfy off <laughs> Mm -hmm. And I ended up using it as a pillow on the couch and I fell asleep for like two hours with Penny, my cat, one of my cats curled up next to me, mm -hmm. little nurse Penny taking care mm -hmm. of me. Yeah. Um, hey, and that was the best eat you, sleep. So that's nice. That was the best sleep I had the whole night was the two hours on the couch using my comfy as a pillow. 
Um, and then when I woke up a couple hours later, I felt a lot better. Yeah. Um, and I felt pretty good most of the day. And then it kind of came back a little bit in the evening. But then when I woke up on Saturday, I, yesterday was fine. I felt totally fine. So I'm a little headachey now, but that's more because it's going to rain today, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, I have a love-hate relationship with rain, mainly because it gives me headaches. Mm-hmm. Um, but so that's totally unrelated. I feel like I'm pretty much back to normal. So, yep. Super right. happy for science. Yeah. And it's like if that's what it took for us to yep. be able to be getting back to the point where we can like see our friends and and have like a social life and not just be virtual. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I was happy to do it. Like if that's yep. what it took, because like I know some people they get COVID and they don't survive, and that's incredibly yeah. terrifying, you know. And yeah. it, you know, like not to get I don't want to get too into that discussion because that would lead us down a a dark path that is away from the joyful thing that we're going to talk about in a little bit but like Mm -hmm. there are still some people that are out there that are scared and it's like the thing about that is that you can't ask a vaccine or you can't ask of science to give you a hundred percent guarantee that it's going to work Mm -hmm. but you can't say that you also can't say on the flip side of things that it's not worth it because it only works for like 97% or whatever. Right. Like it's not like the human, like it's kind of like when people are like, well, I did this thing that this person told me to do and it didn't work. Why didn't it work? And it's like, that's whether, whether that's like a diet or exercise or a, a, a path to fixing a relationship or a job or whatever, like people are different. That's what makes us so like, like there's diversity in humanity and that's what's so great about it. But also that means that there isn't just a big old manual. You can go to fucking Rite Aid or Target and be like, give me the human manual because I'm feeling a weird cramp in my like, like left lower peck. Like, so what does this mean? Like it could mean fucking anything. Like it could just mean you have a little bit of indigestion or you could be having a fucking stroke. Who fucking knows? Like, you know, human bodies are weird. Like, so like, to demand of science that they give you a hundred percent efficacy or whatever to be like it this this vaccine is bullshit and it's it's a government conspiracy to microchip you which as a side note we've talked about before like the government doesn't need to work that fucking hard if they want to know who you are and what's going on with you you literally carry a hand computer with you everywhere like among other things like there's a there's a number specifically assigned to you at birth like my dude like calm it down a notch but like again i'm not trying to go down that dark road but just like it if this is what it takes for us to be on the other side of this pandemic i think it's going to suck because i like working from home and in the end of that means that i have to go back to the office but if that also means that I get to like travel to see Amelia and do it safely or like get to finally go and go to Japan or any, that's fucking worth it. Like the seven and a half hours in which I felt kind of, and I'm stressing kind of shitty was a fair ass trade-off. I feel like I got, I feel like I, I won that trade pretty heavily. Like I fleeced the other side pretty heavily on that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, if you would have asked me, at 7 a.m. on Friday morning when I felt like the most terrible that I felt in a very long time, I think I would still say this is better. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, 
because yeah I yeah I was thinking about I was thinking about you and Steph this morning and thinking like oh my god it's been over like it's been like a year and a half since I've seen you in person and that is just a fucking crime right Um, like I was gonna say which for those of you who don't know like it was pretty much like a yearly thing and it's like oh time mm -hmm. for that like it was actually like time for that biannual Amelia visit eh? yeah yeah (laughs) I would go visit them like probably once maybe a year and they would come here maybe once a year and yeah, it's been way, way, way too long and it makes me very sad. And I miss a lot of other things. Like I hate humans and being around people, but <laughs> but I also don't and love humans and like love places and I miss travel and shows and stuff. So I, yeah, I am happy, happy to to deal with a couple of days of shitty feeling shitty so Mm -hmm. and you know I basically spent four days lying on the couch watching tv which I haven't gotten to do in a very long time and is one of my very favorite things to do to the point where I got I went to bed last night and I was like my whole body hurts because I've been sitting on the couch for four days Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I knew it was specifically for that reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, different. So, um, so yeah, that was it. Was a nice excuse to to take some time off and to just be, just be. Um, but yeah, speaking of TV, getting mm-hmm. back to your earlier, uh, um, yeah, your Let's earlier talk about that. news item. It. Yeah, and Hulu is uh bringing back the how i met your franchise with mm-hmm. how i met your father starring hillary duff yep they had i remember when how i met your mother ended mm-hmm. they had floated an idea around of uh how i met your dad show which i remember at the time thinking like why is it mother and dad like i thought that that was so weird yeah. and I'm not sure that I don't even know if they ever filmed anything they may have filmed a pilot and it just didn't take off I don't remember but yes but now they've they've announced that they're doing this and on the one hand I'm like oh my god do we really need to dig this up again and on the other mm-hmm. hand I'm like I fucking loved how I met your mother we can talk about that another time yeah um I know we've talked about it a little bit before mm-hmm. but regardless of some things about it i fucking love that show yeah and so if we can have a new show that is tonally similar i'm for it and it was a girl loves hillary duff Mm -hmm. i love her so much it she's cringy as hell sometimes but i also just ugh, queen so Mm -hmm. i'm i'm all about it yeah, my my thoughts on that is like, I was like, I don't know if I want to support another How I Met Your Mother style franchise, like, uh, or uh, not. Let me rephrase that. I don't know if I want to support a spinoff of How I Met Your Mother, but I want to support Hillary Duff, like at the core, like that's my thesis statement, if you will. And it's like, How I Met Your Mother was such a genre-defying sitcom yeah but it was also very like I think I was talking about this I don't remember who I was talking about this with but I was like shit that went down 
in How I Met Your Mother, like then, back in like the, you know, to the 2000s, could not be today. Yeah. We have changed so much the society between then and now that like Barney Stinson as a character would not work. No. He's just a problematic asshole, you know, like. Yeah. He's not like cute and lovable, but like slightly problematic. Like he'd be fully problematic because he is like, that's like part yeah. of the situation. Like that's just how it is, you know, mm-hmm. or like though, like the, the, the manipulative relationship between Marshall and Lily, like would be way different. And that changed the dynamic of the show. Like, I'm not trying to shit on it. That's just how it was. Like there was straight up manipulation going on in their relationship at times um, from both sides of it. So it's like a, uh, you know and ted like let's not even fucking get started yeah <laughs> like yeah. i think i was talking about how like and by the way spoilers for how i met your mother incoming so i'll give you a little bit of time i'm gonna count to like three and then i'm gonna give you so you've had plenty of time to watch the fucking show but if you haven't and you are like oh shit i better go watch it before like here's full permission to pause the podcast and um i like you know come back and like just fast forward like five minutes and then we'll be back to talking about other shit yeah but like ted basically or, or them writing it into like here's this gorgeous woman who ends up being the mother oh by the way she's dead hey can i get permission for my kids to try and pursue a relationship with robin which was like the initial swerve of the show and it's like okay so basically you tried to swerve us to just go back to being like oh but, but it was it, he was in love with robin the whole time is is lame uh, so that is like a huge pitfall that that how I met your father would already have to like fucking dodge, you know, like, yeah, could not go back to that. Anyway, spoilers right. are over. <laughs> yeah, five, I was gonna say five minutes. Um, I don't yeah, know. I, no, I didn't know I, if we were gonna go off on it. But you know, yeah, I mean, I could. But I don't know, maybe we'll, that's for we'll another do an time. episode. We'll do an episode. We should do an episode either about how I met your mother or about like, I don't know, problematic TV or I don't know. If we have bad already, endings, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Sure. So many choices. Yeah, uh, Game of Thrones can be a part of it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. So, what I would say is that, like, a lot of shows have problematic elements, mm-hmm. and that's not to say, like, oh, that's fine because they're all like that. That's not what I mean. What mm-hmm. I'm saying is that, like. TV has evolved over time as society has evolved over time, hopefully. And so things like you're saying would not be okay. There are so many storylines from friends that would not be okay when How I Met Your Mother was on and are really not okay now. And I think what would be interesting is taking some of the tone of How I Met Your Mother Mm -hmm. and the the humor um, Mm -hmm. and trying to like make it for now yeah. um instead of 2005 when it started I think right 2005 or six or seven or something i don't know whenever that show started <laughs> yeah so um i think it would be really interesting to see what that framework would look like in 2021 and yeah i think too that it would be what would have been interesting I think is if we could have characters like that, but address what's problematic about them. I agree. Because I don't think, you know, people are flawed. Everybody's flawed. Everybody's complex. 
um, everybody has internalized biases and internalized patriarchy and racism and Mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff. And it would be interesting to acknowledge that and work on it, um, which I think some shows do, but um, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, so it would be, I'm so yeah, I guess I'm interested to see how they're gonna do it. If it's gonna be just like a basic, like exactly the same as mm-hmm. how I met your mother, then no. That's if it's like we're trying to rehash old jokes or just crying trying yeah. to make jokes but in the same style as it, like it's really gonna depend on how the how to do it. You know? Right, exactly. Um, so yeah, so I'm willing to give it a shot and see mm-hmm. what happens. And, and, and it's funny yeah. that you mentioned that Hillary Duff is kind of cringe sometimes because I feel like that's like she's like one of she's like one of three people that I could think of like if I were if they were like here Sherrick here's the casting book for how I met your father mm-hmm. it's like Hillary Duff fucking uh I, I'm drawing a blank on her name so I'm gonna skip her right now Daniel Fischel or ah, fucking hold on I I don't want to hold on uh <laughs> I'm I'm gonna kick myself Melissa Joan Hart why the fuck can I think mm-hmm. of her name it's like those those are the three like my top three being like I want one of those three to do it and it would probably Mm be like honestly Daniel Fischel, Hilary Duff, (laughs) Melissa Joan Hart like in that order. Daniel Fischel has not gotten enough work in her career and it is is, a fucking shame. Yes that that is another thing and we can talk about that uh, another time. Um, I'd love to do another you know talk about when we talked about uh boy, boy meets world to kind of focus more on that because i also yeah. uh as a side note to, to kind of keep the tv conversation going i saw that um girl meets world was trending like last week on twitter and i was like girl meets world has been over for like at least three years why is that trending and it was just a bunch of people just shitting on it and be like it was not as good as the original they erased angela and made it seem like she didn't matter and this and that and i was like oh i didn't even watch the show but god damn like Yeah, I saw that it was trending and especially I know one thing that was trending about it was like Girl Meets World. Yeah, wasn't as good as the original, but also Girl Meets World wasn't as good as Fuller House. Mm -hmm. And I, I disagree, but, um, and I liked Fuller House, but Mm -hmm. I disagree. And we can talk about that some other time as well. Yes. We can, we should talk about like spinoffs or, um, reboots Mm -hmm. at some Um, point. And a slight unrelated note, I also feel like both Caroline Ray and Beth Broderick need more work. They're both great. Yes. Um, for those of you who don't know who they were, they played Aunt Zelda and Hilda Spellman on the Sabrina the Teenage Witch series that Melissa Joan Hart starred in. Yes. So. Yeah. I will say that Melissa Joan Hart might be a little old to play the lead in How I Met Your Father. Yeah, she's 45 now. So it's like a, you know. Yeah. I mean, depending on how long the the show lasted, but she's. she's I would. Um, I wouldn't say she's a little old, but like. I well, okay. The other reason I say that because at first I was like, oh, that could be interesting, a like, mm-hmm. a like a love story, because so so often sitcoms are like twenties and thirties, like twenty and thirty year old people, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have stuff like Golden Girls, but like it would be interesting or. If you have a show that's like about 40 people, like women in their 40s or 50s, it's like Sex in the City or something like that. It would be interesting to have like a fairly typical friends sitcom with people in their like 
40s and 50s and finding love like I yeah can see that, that. that's kind of that's kind um, of where I'm hunting at because like just to give you some ages off the off top here like Melissa Joan Hart is 45 again not that I'm saying that these ages necessarily matter like they're just I'm just putting them out there but like Melissa Joan Hart is 45 Danielle Fischel is 39 and mm-hmm. I want to say Hillary Duff is not far off of that um no, she is 30 yeah, she's, she's much younger than them she's actually about my age so never mind mm-hmm. um so she so I I thought I honestly thought Hillary Duff was older but I think that's because she's been on our tv for so long that I just like yeah. I kind of just like put that gap there no nope, but anyway you're gonna have younger so, than I am yeah so there's that um so yeah there you go but no where I was going with that with Melissa Joan Hart is that if the show's called How I Met Your Father mm-hmm. she has to like meet a guy and have kids with him and so by the time she would do that she might like it's kind of she's kind yeah. of on the older end to be having fair enough kids. uh you that's know that's why i said that for here, that. here's 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 the play <laughs> since they got bob saget to be older ted mosby you just get melissa joan hart to be older hillary duff like that there you go <laughs> some jokes about how like i hope they bring bob saget back as the <laughs> how do we explain that 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 hillary duff becomes bob saget <laughs> for reference bob saget is uh currently 64 so like you know he was in his 50s you know or you know when yeah. i met your mother was still around so oh man that's funny though that's funny <laughs> Anyway, Bob Saget uh, is is half half treasure, half problematic human. We can get to it another time. Anyway, yeah. so that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about something super wholesome and cute and awesome and lovely. Uh, we're talking about Pokemon Snap because by the Ooh. time that you are listening to this, it will have been out for a week. We're talk we're gonna talk about uh, the origins in the original game, and then we're also gonna talk about the new version and thoughts about it. Now, full disclosure. I have not beaten the new Pokemon Snap, so maybe we'll put a pin in it and come back to it. This is like an update and like give you my full-on review of it, you know, once I've completely beaten it. But I am committing to playing it on stream. So again, if you want to watch that, twitch.tv slash Sparrow, and you can watch me play it, uh, you'll be able to have fun along with me. But there is that. So um, to get started... I did a little research on the like the cycle for the original Pokemon Snap, which uh, if you, those of you who don't know, it came out, I want to say like March of 20, uh, excuse me, 1999 or so in the oh, US. Wow. And excuse me, March of uh, 1999 in Japan, um, July 26, that same year it was released in the United States. So Pokemon Snap was actually the very first like 3D Pokemon game because up to that point, um, it was all on your Game Boy or your Game Boy Color or your Game Boy Advance or what have you. So it was it was a top, it was essentially 2D art, just mm-hmm. 2D sprites rolling across the screen that either moved up, down, left, right. There was no actual like polygonal model for Pikachu and et cetera, et cetera, until Pokemon Snap. Um, It is one of the rare games that is not made by Game Freak, who is like the primary developer of Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Um, And it shows. And I'll talk about that when we get to new Pokemon Snap. But 
basically, uh, if, if someone is interested in playing the original Pokemon Snap, it was re-released for the Wii Virtual Console and the Wii U Virtual Console. However, you will probably have a hard time finding those because the um, virtual stores for both the Wii and Wii U, I believe, at as of this writing, are closed. Like you can't go to the Wii shop and like buy a new game. I think it's. I think I'm fairly certain it's closed. Okay. So for what that's worth. So yeah, so basically it was the very first time that you could see Pokemon in 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, some people were kind of like, eh, about that because like Pokemon at its heart is a RPG fighting game. Like you've pit Pokemon against each other. And yeah. so they were like, I don't want to like just take pictures of them. I want to fight Pokemon. Give me mm-hmm. a 3D fighting game. And they were like, can y'all just like relax a little bit or like we're working on it can we just put this game out like you're not you're not being given one or the other like we're gonna do both like let us just do this Uh um and it's actually great that they did uh because this game at least as far as i'm concerned is looked on very fondly from a lot of like pokemon um people or pokemon fans rather the the pokemon people that that (laughs) tribe of people um before I get into that, I will talk about like uh, the fact that it, it, when it originally originally was developed, it was not developed as a Pokemon game. It was developed as a game called Jack and the Beanstalk after the American fairy tale or folk tale, however you'd like to call it. And it was developed because a lot of the stuff for Nintendo and stuff like that and HAL Laboratory, H-A-L, which is uh, the... Um, the uh, developers who did the original Super Smash Brothers, and they've been involved, uh, I want to say, up until the most recent games, um, they developed it. And you can also kind of see like their beginnings in it as well. Like if you look at the polygonal model of Pikachu, they essentially were like, cool, we're going to take this and we're going to put it into Pokemon Stadium and also into Smash Brothers. They, like it's, it's almost exactly the same model. Like you can tell they didn't oh, really huh. change it much. But yeah, so I won't get too heavily into it. But like the idea behind the Jack and the Beanstalk game is that it was going to be like an RPG as well, but it was also going to basically use an internal clock to grow seeds, like Jack's bean Mm -hmm. seeds. Like you -hmm. you could plant them and they would grow in real time, basically based off of what this thing that was called the 64DD. And I want to say it's like 64 disk drive or something like that. Like I have notes. Um, for it someplace yeah disk driver dynamic drive so if you have an n64 now if you turn that some bitch over you'll see that like there's like a little like clip at the bottom for like you know how like like a like a battery door for like older devices that you could like pop open and then you can put like batteries in except uh-huh. it's like it's got like a, a port there and that port was designed for the 64dd i put a picture in our doc if you want to take a look at it um so essentially, you would put your, like a fucking Megazord, you would put your 64, your N64 on top of this thing. And it was a like a disk drive that you press eject and then you could like, it would shoot out and you put a CD in there and that's how it would work that way. Wow. So yeah, yeah so- I've never heard of this before. Yeah, I, I, I was, when I was doing research about this, I was like, well, that makes a lot of sense because I remember looking at the bottom of my 64 and going, what is this port for? They never really <laughs> marketed it in the in the United States as far as I'm aware. Like as, as far as I'm aware, that it was just released in Japan. Oh, okay. But it was essentially meant to be like extra storage 
because sometimes they would be like, okay, like, it's not like today where like you can just download an update to your game or whatever. Uh-huh. And they've just like built the console to, to be as like as powerful as possible. And then the games just kind of work up to it. They would often build games that were too powerful for the consoles that they were being asked to be run on. So mm. that's why you have things like expansion, but you had things like expansion packs, like you had an expansion pack or a memory card or something like that, right. because the system couldn't, it only had so much memory for itself. And uh-huh. so you needed to put a, like a, a say, like a memory card in there to save that data elsewhere. It wasn't just for convenience sakes. It was just like the 64 couldn't handle it, you know? Mm-hmm. Or like, if you look at a picture of the 64, the N64, there's like that same kind of door on the top where you could like literally take the random, like it's essentially RAM. Like you would take the RAM out and you could put a bit like more RAM into your 64. Mm-hmm. I'm nerding out anyway. No, that's, um, that's crazy. I didn't know any of that. Yeah, so the, the 64 disk drive was really only around for like a year and a half because it just did like they sold like maybe 15,000 units. And if you compare 15,000 units with how many like overall things that the the N64 itself sold, Mm -hmm. it's like people didn't see a need for it. There were only a couple of games that would need it, you know? Like I think I remember like Donkey Kong, one of the Donkey Kong Country games needed like the the RAM expansion, you Mm -hmm. know, but like, you know there wasn't too much else and they had like a couple of like like there was a couple of games too that like you could connect a mouse to it for like i think it was like mario artist paint studio was a game that the 64 dd had and it also had a mouse that would come with it it's like you know like it's just like there those those games ultimately are like pc games or they're just not games meant to be for a console so it just didn't right. sell well you know because people right. had pcs they had paint when right. you know this was coming around so it's like why would i do right. that when i could just have it like the the appeal of playing paint with mario splashed in it just wasn't enough mm-hmm. you know like it just mm-hmm. wasn't there not like today where like you can be like oh my god i'm going to literally market a game or people can create their own mario levels i've created millions of dollars for the company you know like right. that's a thing like super mario maker is a thing and a lot of people criticize it is like nintendo is basically profiting off of other people's creativity and it's like yeah but like on the other hand you'd rather they have that as a tool than to just be like you know well, well heck you you can't have this you know mm-hmm. that's another conversation for another time this is how i operate anyway point being is that in like 1996 or so, because the, the the Jack and the Beanstalk game was first revealed in 1995. Like they were like, hey, we're gonna do this game called Jack and the Beanstalk. People were like, okay, cool. They, they the Game Freak Studio released Pokemon or Pocket Monsters red and green in mm-hmm. Japan. In the United States, it was red and blue. Don't know why mm-hmm. they switched that. We can talk about that another time. Or I may have already covered it, I don't remember. But the game was a fucking hit. And so like Nintendo was like, oh, we want to put more resources resources into this. It's yeah. so fucking popular. So um, eventually uh, they were like, well, we have this project that we're working on and it's not really doing what we'd hoped, I guess. Um, they were like, basically like, it's not going anywhere. So why don't we just take some of the stuff out of that and create, it, uh, create a Pokemon game out of it somehow. Let's put mm-hmm. the Pokemon into this and so um i believe uh satoru iwata uh explained in in an interview that it wasn't uh that pokemon snap wasn't a pokemon game it was a normal game in which you took photos but the motivation for playing the game wasn't clear Mm. you know like so they were just like i know 
like what are, what what would people like to take a picture pictures of mm-hmm. pokemon obviously mm-hmm. so uh masanobu yamamoto uh, was one of the character designers he had a negative reaction to the switch because he was like well now i have to do all this extra work but then he realized uh that he that the change was for the better and so they essentially were like yo let's create this pokemon game where you take pictures of pokemon mm-hmm. uh, uh so to, to talk into why the 64 DD was even a thing, they were like, okay, well, we still want to make that as a thing, but um, so that they can use magnetic disc cartridges for more storage, which means there would be more stuff, including an internal clock and an internet modem. Like Ooh. an internet modem was going to be a thing that could be attached to this. Uh-huh. Um, but then there were just a bunch of delays and they were just like, you know, it's, it's, the only games that are really coming out for that have a 64 disc drive version were Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time and Donkey Kong 64. Um, and they were just like, it doesn't need this because people were just buying the regular versions of those games. They didn't want an extra yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. So they were just like switched it over. So now that I've given you the background and history of like how that became a thing, what sh- the, the, the impetus for Pokemon Snap? There's no battling. There's no fail state. You can't lose the game. Okay. You can't lose the game. And you play as this guy named Todd Snap. Yes, Todd (laughs) Snap. And his whole goal was he wanted to categorize, he wanted to catalog and photograph Pokemon. He didn't care about battling them, catching them. He was like, I want to take the best Pokemon pictures. Okay. And so... He goes, uh, he's recruited by Professor Oak, who is the, um, like, the original, like, uh, protagonist, like, sensei, if you will. And he goes to this island, which I don't remember if it was named. I don't think it was necessarily a named island. Um, okay. But you w- he essentially went to this island, and it has courses. And it's an on-rail, uh, if you're not familiar with this, I'll explain it in a second. It's an on-rail shooter, but instead of shooting Pokemon... Like with a gun, you shoot them with your camera. So it's a course. Think of like a like a like a, not like a lazy river, but I'm guess I'm gonna say that or like a train ride where you're just like you're on a track, oh, okay. you go through it, and you uh-huh. keep moving, and it all like no matter you can go through it a hundred times, it's almost always gonna be the exact same track, and the Pokemon all for the most part do the exact same thing. Okay. So it's like going like a jungle cruise at like Disney or something like that. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, there's the gorilla beating its chest. Like, mm-hmm. cool. What a great photo. You mm-hmm. go on the ride. There's the gorilla beating its chest. Cool. What a great photo. Like, it's the same mm-hmm. thing. But mm-hmm. so like, uh, you know, it, it, the game would give you a score for how good your photo was. So if you saw like Pikachu just sitting chilling on the beach, that's mm-hmm. like a good photo. But like what you really want is a photo of like Pikachu, like noticing a surfboard and going and like doing flips on a surfboard. So like initially you would just like take a picture of Pikachu and then Professor Oak would assign it a score. He'd be like, uh-huh. okay, cool. The Pokemon's in the center of the shot. Like he's like actually like critiquing your photo. He's like, mm-hmm. Pokemon's in the center of the shot. You got the Pokemon not from behind because that's kind of a shitty photo is to take a picture of Pikachu's back. Like who wants that? You know, like you want its face. Um, and it's like smiling or it's like, it's looking sad or something like that. And as you got a better score on that course, mm-hmm. it would unlock new things. Mm-hmm. So for instance, like if you, as soon as you got like a, a good enough score on the beach course, he would go, okay, cool. Here's some Pokemon food. Now you can use this to like 
maybe lead Pokemon to do other things. So like in that example, I was like, okay, cool. It's the gorilla like beating its chest. But if you could like throw an apple, the gorilla might go, oh shit, an apple. Yeah, let me eat this apple. I'm really excited now. Thanks, man. You know, like, Mm -hmm. and that's a better photo than just getting the standard beating its chest. Yeah. So you could, on the, on the, the beach course, you could basically create a trail of Pokemon apples to lead the Pikachu to a surfboard that's nearby. And then mm-hmm. it would start doing like flipping and like cool okay. photos and stuff. So like you would get like surfing Pikachu, you know? Mm-hmm. Or there were Pokemon that straight up like were hiding. And so to coax them out of hiding, you would offer them food. But you had to be strategic about it because the 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 tra- the, 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 um, the pod that you're in doesn't stop moving. Mm-hmm. Only way it stops moving is if a Pokemon runs into it. And then oh, it like so like and then like once it moves again then you know the pokemon moves out of the way then you can keep going so like there's like some tall grass and you can see like grass flying like something is rustling the grass up there but you had to like toss something in the grass in order to get it to move or you could see like are you familiar with the pokemon snorlax no. that name ring a bell okay so snorlax is like this big it's a really big, like lazy Pokemon. It's basically just like a head with two little like cat-like ears. And it the, the bit with Snorlax is, as its name implies, it is almost always asleep. Oh, okay. Almost always asleep. So when uh-huh. it is not sleeping, it's eating tons of food. So it eats tons of food and then passes out and that's its existence. Same. So you, you could, yeah. <laughs> so you could see like, you would see like Snorlax's belly, but obviously that's not a great shot because you can't see his face. Mm-hmm. So you would actually have to like try and coax Snorlax to do something. Mm-hmm. So just like you could take a picture of it, but then eventually you could try to throw Pokemon food, but all you would get it to do is like lean up a little bit and scratch its belly. And then it would like lay back down. So like, you had to be quick about the photo or you would miss it. Right. Again, you can't fail because you could just do that track over and over again. So you get the right shot, uh-huh. but, but like you had to like be quick about it. Mm-hmm. So then eventually you get like a thing called a pester ball, which is like the opposite of food. It's basically like, hey, I'm annoying you. Like, let me hit you with this thing. <laughs> and then you get a Pokemon flute, which would play a flute that like whether either a Pokemon would like it or they'd hate it and they would react accordingly. Mm-hmm. So like in order to get like the best shot of Snorlax, you had to like wait until you got the Pokemon flute, you would play it. And then it would literally just leap up and just start dancing. Like, so, <laughs> you know, so um, that was a big part of it. And also, like, you could take more than one photo of a Pokemon, but then you're essentially comparing the two shots and you have to pick one. Oh, okay. So you have to be like, okay, well, this shot got, like, let's say, like, 2,500 points. But this Pokemon, like, this shot got, like, 3,700 Pokemon points. Which one do you want? You know, like, which photo mm-hmm. do you like more? Because you can only keep one. Mm-hmm. Um, so eventually, like, that was, that was, like, the basis for the game. Now, towards the end of the game, Professor Oak is like, hey, I actually have noticed there's like some weird like monuments and phenomenons happening on this island. Maybe you should start taking photos of those. Oh, okay. So like, for instance, there would be on like, there, like there's a, a course that's like a cave or whatever, and it's like, a, or a power plant even. So there would be things that are like, like weird, like rods and gadgets and stuff that were assembled. But if you like did the right thing, like if you got, like if you got, you had to get number one, you had to get Pikachu close enough to like a, like a generator and annoy it. So it would do a thunder shock, which would spark the generator to moving. Oh, and okay. that would get a projector rolling. And then you had to like get in the right angle to take a picture of these rods and like things that at the right angle looked like a Pokemon. 
Oh, interesting. So yeah, it's really cool. So it's like you had to be like really like forward thinking and being like, all right, here's a level. Here's a part of the level where Pikachu's hanging out. Got to lead it to this generator. Then I'm going to hit it with a pester ball. Now it's mad. It's going to like try and shock me, but it doesn't work, but it hits the generator. And now I can take a picture of this thing later. Mm-hmm. Point being, there are like eight or nine courses in the original Pokemon Snap. And the general goal at the end was to photograph this Pokemon that at the time was the 151st and like the rarest Pokemon. Like you couldn't actually catch this Pokemon legitimately in like a regular like Pokemon game. It's called Mew. You might've heard of like Mewtwo. It's like, maybe. No, um, anyway, so. <laughs> it's Mew is adorable. It's this little pink. It looks like a little cat. It's got a really long tail. Oh, and I like, think I've seen it. It flies around. It's like super, super cute. Yeah. So uh, eventually this is like the boss battle of the game. Mm-hmm. Because you had to do these things in stages to get a picture of Mew. So right. it was like this, it's this gorgeous, go- even for like 1999, like N64 graphics. Absolutely yeah. gorgeous. You're in space. There are these constellations of Pokemon that like pulse oh, wow. in colors. And there are That's rainbows cool. everywhere. And Mew is flying in at you in this like, like force field. So if you try to take a picture of it normally, it activates the force shield so you can't see anything but just like a ball, like a, a ball of light. So then you basically had to like know when Mew was coming and you had to hit it with an, a Pokemon food or Pester Ball three times. Once you did that, Mew would then start chase, like it would just like pop up either on the left or the right and it's chasing its force shield. And if you let it get away, then you have to start over again from the first time that you were like trying to hit the shield off of it. Okay. But if you were able to like hit it, you, it, it would like get distracted and it would spin in place. And that was your chance. And like the, like the, I remember being like, so like good anxious about it. Cause like the music would like change. Oh, I bet. And like all of a sudden you'd hear, you you'd literally hear like a heartbeat as you're oh. just like, oh shit, this fucking picture. I gotta get it. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, that's like, that's how you won the game is by like mm-hmm. getting this super good picture of Mew. And it didn't even have to be that great, but like you could just like just getting this picture yeah. of Mew because like you can get a picture of Mew where it's like chasing its force shield, but it's like facing away from you and it's far away. So like what you want is to like keep essentially hitting Mew to the point where like you're like right up in its face. And so when it spins to look at you, you're like right there, you know? So that was like one of the thing, cool things about it. Mm-hmm. Now, stepping away from the game and how I was talking about how like we were going to like talk a bit more about like the outside of stuff. Mm-hmm. Nintendo did a really, really smart thing with this. They teamed up with um, two specific stores that obviously uh, one of them is definitely no longer around. The other one could still be. Let me just to do a quick little. Um, okay. According to this, Lawson is still a store in Japan, but mm-hmm. Blockbuster is no longer around. Right. What Nintendo did is they that's not true there's one blockbuster yeah there's left. one but yes there is one there is one left correct but they're no longer a chain like it's just one you know yeah what I nintendo know. did is they created kiosks that were dispatched to blockbuster and lawson lawson is a japanese blockbuster in north america where you could take your memory card out of the game mm-hmm. you could take it to blockbuster put it in the kiosk and then you could print stickers of the pictures that you took of Pokemon. Oh, that's rad. Yeah. It was super fucking dope. So you like 
I remember very vividly like being like, I'm going to take these cool pictures of Pikachu and Charizard and all these Pokemon and I'm going to stick these on my binder and take it to school and be like, I took this picture of Pikachu. Uh-huh. How fucking cool is that? Like, uh-huh. so like, I just remember being like, I got to go to Blackbuster. I got to go to Blackbuster right now. <laughs> <laughs> just an absolute, just like gorgeous move on their part. Because, yeah. Like, I don't even, so I, I, don't, I don't even think you had to pay. You just had to go to Blackbuster. Oh, wow. And just, they were just like, you know, you just had to have the kiosk be free, take your memory card there, put it in there. Here's a thing of your stickers. Ta-da. I, maybe you had to pay. I genuinely don't remember. If you remember this and you had to pay for it, let us know. Uh, you, you know how to get at us and we'll tell you at the end if you do. So that was really, really cool. That was original Pokemon Snap. I've already talked for a ton. <laughs> now, obviously... new Pokemon Snap is something that people have been asking for. It hasn't gotten like terrible, crazy support. People were like, hey, obviously Nintendo is not letting the Pokemon train die. Like they're still committed to making new Pokemon games, et cetera, et cetera. Uh So why not not a new Pokemon Snap game? Uh You know, obviously it's been over 20 years at the the point that like people were clamoring for it. Um, And so last year, Nintendo was like, we heard you, we heard you, we actually are going to do a good thing for once in our miserable lives. Here comes Pokemon <laughs> Snap. I say this because Nintendo is 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 very, very, very gross in some aspects. Quick example for you. Um, there was a Smash tournament, like a Poke, uh, excuse me, like a, a Smash Brothers tournament um, where people were essentially using older copies of Smash to raise money for charity and Nintendo shut it down. Oh my God. Yeah, they were just like, no, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, also, they're also super, super, super protective of all of their IPs to the point where like, mm-hmm. even some people who like draw fan art that they're not making money off of get cease and desist letters That's... from Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Like, like, for a company that you would think that brings so much joy, they are very, 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 like almost like worse than Disney-esque sometimes in their just like, fuck you, we hate you. Like levels of like, no. Like this podcast may not stay up long. Nintendo may do a copyright claim. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Although that, you know, could get us anyway. some uh, yeah. notice. <laughs> Um, no, I was, what I was going to say is like, I mean, I know we've said in this episode, like already several times that we should do a podcast about episode about blank. Mm -hmm. Um, but we should really do an episode about like fandoms and like, I think we've said that before. Yeah. This in particular of Mm -hmm. like, um, cause I have a lot to say about like fan create creative stuff and yeah. cease and desist uh-huh. letters and that mm-hmm. like that whole area of of um intellectual property and yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i have a lot to say about it so um, i think that would be super interesting let's put um, it on the docket um but yeah so new pokemon snap uh i don't want to dwell too much on the other stuff new pokemon snap released last week finally they re- they announced it in 2020 they brought it to 2021 i believe bandai namco actually uh oh let me touch on this real quick because i mentioned it earlier like i'm like i want to say a couple of months after pokemon or no it was it was a year after a year after pokemon snap came out uh nintendo released pokemon stadium which is 
the first game where you could battle your Pokemon on the N64. It okay. even came it even came with a what was called a transfer pack. So mm-hmm. it was this if you if you're imagining an N64 controller, it had that like that thing that like port that jutted out of the bottom of it. You could smack the transfer pack in, put in your copy of red, blue, or yellow, and then you could bring your Pokemon that you raised from those games into the N64 version. Or you could even play your Pokemon red, blue, or yellow on your N64. So like if you wanted to play it on your screen, you could. It didn't change the resolution or like it didn't make it like like spiffy or looking or anything, but you could do that if you wanted. Um, but yeah, it, that was kind of a cool thing. I, I should actually take a picture. Uh, I'll, I'll send you a picture. I'll put it in the document of what the transfer pack looked like. I'll put it right below here. Um, but anyway, new Pokemon Snap became a thing. It, it Obviously, because we are in the age of internet and stuff now, they obviously did a very good job of remembering that. And mm-hmm. so they did allow it so that you can take your pictures out. You can do filters and stuff on them. Um, so like, I've seen some people like put like cool mustaches on like little on Pokemon. <laughs> It's, I was like, I was like, this game is going to be a meme generator. It just has to be, it has to be. Um, and I, and I was proven incredibly correct. I will post this picture later, but uh, there's a Pokemon in the game that's called Tangrowth. And it's this, it's essentially, if you're familiar with Tangela, it's an evolution of Tangela that they released later on. It's basically just a giant mass of vines with like a black mask like face and two oh. just staring eyes. I will that post this on my, it, it looks <laughs> creepy. So there's a part in the, like, in the very, like one of the beginning courses of the game where you just see Tangrowth and it's just staring at you. And my friend Abra, shout out to Abra Nevea, uh, just was like, when your brother walks in and says, mom says it's my turn on the Xbox. I fucking died laughing. <laughs> died laughing. <laughs> it's just like, it's just like just staring forward. Like mom said, it's my turn to play the game. so i was like it's just gonna be so meme worthy but yeah um in this new one you play as um an unnamed character you get to name your character which i was like number one great because we're in in an area where like like it's nice that game like the game developers want to create a character and Mm -hmm. bring them to life but i think that there's something to be said about allowing uh people to put their own spin on that yeah character creation is my jimmy jam and getting to change clothing the way their eyes look their skin tone any of that kind of stuff is all for me and pokemon's kind of started to go more and more in that direction with the with the caveat of they'll like give you like six basic ones and they'll go okay cool now if you want to add glasses or whatever go for it but like you can't really change too much but like you know when pokemon started you were a boy point blank period you were the same looking boy up until, you know, recently. But like, uh, then they finally were like, okay, we'll let you play a, f- a, f- a girl. Or now what's masculine looking character or feminine looking character. Uh-huh. But it, what you couldn't change the skin tone. So like, mm-hmm. up to like, more recently, you were finally able to have a, a character that was like black or, or, or at least had a shade of brown to their skin, you know, uh, and go from there. And you can even change their hairstyle and what their hair color was and stuff like that. Anyway, point being, you are going to um, the lentil region, which we can't stop making a joke about how that sounds like lentil beans. Um, <laughs> yeah. To specifically categorize Pokemon, you're working for 
the, I, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like the League of Ecological and Natural Sciences or LENS, get it? Because it's camera. <laughs> and yes. it's the same, it's the same on rails kind of shooter. But I think one of the great things that they did is that they, and this is something that you could not do in the, the previous one. Cause like you could like throw a pester ball or hit a Pokemon and then it would, it would react to that, but then it would pretty much go back to whatever it was doing. In this version, you're taking photos and it's giving you reasons to go through those courses again, because the more your research, your research score goes up, the higher level you are. Yeah. So, okay. and the level means that Pokemon are now more okay with you being there mm -hmm. generally. Mm -hmm. So like the first level is what's called and spoilers for Pokemon snap. If you haven't played it at all, here's a spoiler for like the beginning of the game. Um, so like not, this is, I, I'm saying it that way because it's like, it's really not that big of a deal. You yeah. start off in the, the uh, nature park. So like initially you'll see like these bison looking Pokemon off in the distance asleep. So it's like, cool, you can take a photo of that, but like, it's not gonna be whatever. But if you're at level two, they're like, oh, you're chill. Like, you're just here to take photos. You're like, you're not bothering us. So then all of a sudden, when you start the level two version of the course, now they're like walking on the track just ahead of you. Oh, and as you okay. get better, now all of a sudden they're like coming up to the pod and like, you know, like in like those like African like nature preserves or whatever, where like people can drive through and like a jaguar or not jaguar, like a cheetah or a lion is like literally right outside your car. It's uh -huh. like that kind of, or mm -hmm. like Pokemon that were scared of you before are now like, oh, you're chill. You're gonna like throw me Pokemon food. That's cool. I'll come yeah. near you now. You know, yeah. like it changes their behavior. Mm -hmm. And also it also gives the semblance of like, you actually just going to see Pokemon in their natural habitat because you can go at day or at night. And so now Pokemon that would be asleep during the day on the course are now active at night or po you, would, you would straight up not see some Pokemon. They just weren't there. And now you're seeing them and vice uh -huh. versa. So like Pokemon that like are active during the day, some of them straight up don't show up at all at night or if oh, they do okay. show up, they're passed out, you know, okay. like they're asleep. And so you could possibly like mess with them to like maybe get them to do something, but like, there's no guarantees. Mm -hmm. um, they've also added like an actual story to things. Um, I won't spoil that at all, but just know that like, it's not just like take photo, get good score, go uh -huh. to the next course. Like it's like actual stuff. And I, I wanna say there's there's a courses where like you can straight up go underwater, which you could not oh, wow. before. Um, so you can see like underwater endemic That's life. Cool. Like it's it's super gorgeous, Amelia. Like, and the reason that I, I'm going back to the game free concept uh, con comment that I made earlier is that like, for as well as Game Freak has done, you can you can honestly and truly tell the difference between a game that's made by Game Freak and a game, uh, as far as Pokemon is concerned, and a game that's made by like an outside source. Oh, so like okay. a lot of what a lot of people are commenting about is they're putting new Pokemon Snap side by side with Pokemon Sword and Shield, which is mm -hmm. one of the more recent like mainline Pokemon games that came out. Uh -huh. and they're like they're like. This looks gorgeous. Pokemon Snap looks gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck couldn't Game Freak make this game look as good? Right. You know, yeah. like, because essentially the, the, the development cycles overlap a bit. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, you know, like, you know, I, just take a take a look or you can come hang out by my stream. Or if you haven't seen my stream, if you're not catching my stream, the video I think right now might still be up. Go and watch some of like the, the court like it just it looks gorgeous like mm -hmm. 
and just like being able to be like, oh, this pincer is like buried in the ground. I'm going to like throw apples and all of a sudden it's going to like dig itself out of the ground to be like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Or like this like Amolga, which is like, it's like a flying squirrel, but it's got electric cheeks, kind of like Pikachu. Oh, okay. um, you can like throw an apple and it's like, oh, cool, an apple. Let me fry the fuck out of this with my electric powers. <laughs> so like it literally like, jumps in the air and shoots electricity to char this apple that you've thrown at. Mm-hmm. And you can get a dope shot of that. Or um, two, uh, one thing that happened that was really, really funny is um, Ray Narvaez uh, Jr. was playing Pokemon, uh, new Pokemon Snap. And he was trying to take a picture of this Pokemon called Wurmple, it's like a little caterpillar, caterpillar Pokemon. And right as he hit the shutter, an Amolga flew through, like right as he hit the shutter. So like he took wow. the picture and it was just like right there. Oh my God, that's <laughs> awesome. Like, it was so funny. And the funniest part about it was, and this is actually like a negative for the game, but the funniest part about it was, is that the game classified that still as a picture of Wurmple. So like, it could have been an awesome picture of a Molga because it was like taking up right. the whole shot and it was just like, hey! <laughs> but it was like, what a great shot of this whirlpool. And it's like, no, that was a fucking awesome shot of a Molga. Like, <laughs> so like, that's a little kink here and there. So mm-hmm. I think the game is gorgeous. I think it's, um, I think that I'm having a lot of fun playing it. However, here's another drawback. Okay. Nintendo sucks at doing sales okay they are the worst especially with like mario legend of zelda and pokemon like they're 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 like big earners Mm -hmm. so basically what they do is they'll just be like hey new pokemon snap is out it's 60 bucks you want to wait for a sale oh you cute yeah We'll see you in uh, six years. Yep. Enjoy. You yep. know, because um, I think, I don't know if we talked about this, but I, I thought I brought it up. Like Nintendo made a really, really big deal about the 35th anniversary of Mario. And so they released three games that haven't been out for a while, like um, Super Mario Sunshine, Super Mario Galaxy, and um, I'm forgetting the third one. Oh, uh, um, Super Mario 64. And they were like, hey, awesome. Guess what? These games are full price, whatever, however much they said that that pack was going to be. And if you want it virtually, you got a year. Because this time next year, we're taking it out of the store. And everyone was like, why would you put this false, like, scarcity on this? Like, just be like, cool, it's 35th anniversary of Mario. Just sell the game. Yeah. Stop being weird about it. Don't be weird about it. Just, and you can still get a copy of that game, like, a physical copy of it, but I'm assuming mm-hmm. that they're going to be like, well, we're not creating any more physical copies of it. So you better hope that your area doesn't sell out of physical copies because good luck finding it. And it was like this weird thing of just being like, okay, so like you made somebody like me who had never played, like I barely played any of Super Mario 64, mm-hmm. um, but I was like, maybe I'll go back to it now that I can play it on the Switch. And now mm. I'm like, well, now I don't fucking want it. Cause you're just basically being like, you better get it now or you're never going to get it again. And it's like, don't play this Disney vault bullshit. <laughs> or like, we're putting Mario back in the vault. So like, it was really funny because um, like um, March 10th is Mario day because it's uh, M-A-R-I-O or March 10th. Mm. And so a bunch of people started making memes about the end of March being like, like the public execution of Mario because they're like <laughs> Nintendo's basically killing him. Like there was like you you get these games now or you never fucking get them again. <laughs> Yikes. 
so like it was funny because it's like um this someone did a, a photoshop of like the the um nintendo direct the way they did it and they, they were like live nintendo direct end of march public execution of mario <laughs> And so, like, a bunch of people were, like, at, like after that have been playing Mario games, but they've been playing it as Luigi and being like, man, I really wish you could play this as Mario. Too bad he's dead. Like, <laughs> guess we got to play this as Luigi forever now. <laughs> so people are having fun with it. Like, that's the thing is, like, you got to have, you got you can't be so serious as when you, when, when your job and what your existence as a company is bringing smiles to people's faces, you cannot take yourself that seriously right like you just can't do it like yeah here's an example um and i'm not necessarily saying microsoft is a great company but um the microsoft released their newest console is called the mic uh, the xbox series x not to be confused with the xbox x1 or whatever they called their previous one it's super super confusing um a lot of people made jokes that it looked like a refrigerator so microsoft made a refrigerator sized version of it that is basically a fucking fridge like it looks like an <laughs> xbox series one x but it actually is a fridge and they were just oh like hey God, you want hey y'all want this like <laughs> like it was like of course like that's such the smart play to make when right. people were like ha this fucking thing looks like a mini fridge they were just like we'll give you an actual fridge <laughs> And they held a giveaway. So like some motherfucker in like either in Europe or North America owns a fridge that looks like a Microsoft console. (laughs) As like, it's such a smart play to make, you know, like it's so good. Mm -hmm. So that's that. Anyway, here's my preliminary review of new Pokemon Snap. If, if If Pokemon Snap was a game that you loved and you wanna play it again and you like, this game is fucking cute save the money up and buy it. But if you're just like, I could play it or I could not, a thousand hundred million bajillion people are streaming it on twitch.tv, on YouTube. You can find YouTube playthroughs. If you're just wanting to see some really cute Pokemon photos, uh, watch, just watch it. And if you're Mm -hmm. really, really on the fence between those two things, watch it. And if you're just like, I love this. And that is to me, that's worth $10 an hour go for it. Cause you're going to get, depending on how quickly or slowly you pay it, you're probably going to get somewhere between like six and maybe 12 hours out of it tops. It's not a very long game. It's not a very difficult game. If, if you're into games that don't penalize you for failing, definitely mm-hmm. check it out because there's no way to lose. Mm-hmm. Because if you're like, ah, crap, like this happened when I was playing it yesterday. I was like, ah, I didn't get that photo of this Pokemon I really wanted. I just hit retry. And then I was then I was like, okay, I'm at this part of the course. I need to pay be paying attention to that part, you know? Like this part of the park. Mm-hmm. I will say that like it's it's almost overwhelming, but in a good way. Because it's like you're just like so you're like looking around to see like what Pokemon are nearby, what's happening, what's going mm-hmm. on. And again, with those levels of research, you're like changing the environment. Mm-hmm. Whereas like like a, uh, uh, a like a, I'm running out of words. My words are leaving me. Where like a snake <laughs> Pokemon could be just hanging out in a tree. Uh-huh. In one part, when you start to get it more comfortable, it's like, you know what? I'm going to antagonize this other Pokemon now. And mm-hmm. so like now it's like a mini mission of being like, well, now I want to rescue this Pokemon. Or like people in the game will go, hey, there's this weird spot over there. And it looks like a Pokemon was hanging out. 
do you think like you could maybe do something to see if you can get a Pokemon to show up? And so it's like, oh yeah, let me take a look at that. Or they'll be like, hey, I want a picture of, I, I see this, po- like here's going back to what I was talking about earlier. Here's mm-hmm. this charred fruit on the ground. What could that be a part of? So that made me go, okay, well, let me throw, like, let me see if I can figure out how I can do something about that. And that made me throw the Pokemon food by the charred fruit, which made Amogla come out of the tree and shock it. And I got a photo of that and they were like, awesome, you did it. And I was like, cool, little mini mission complete, you know? Um, oh, one last thing that they, they do that I, I actually kind of enjoy. Some people might think that it's just like filler for the sake of filler, but like in the original Pokemon Snap, I said that like you could only take one photo of, po- uh, of a Pokemon, even uh-huh. if it was doing something cool. And then that would erase whatever you were doing if you chose to erase it. Uh-huh. In new Pokemon Snap, it gives you four categories. Oh. And so now it's like, okay, this like Pikachu is just hanging out on the beach. That's a star, that's that's a one star category Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Now this Pikachu is chasing another, like it's playing tag with another Pokemon. Mm-hmm. That's a two star category. This Pikachu is now with several other Pikachus and they're causing a fucking thunderstorm. That's a four star category, you know? So it's like, it makes you try and get Pokemon to do other things so that you can fill out their whole page as opposed to just getting like, oh, I got a picture of Pikachu. Now I can fucking ignore Pikachu for the rest of the game because I got that one photo. It makes you like pay attention and get them to do other things more out of like more things that they wouldn't necessarily do with a human around or something like that. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it makes you work more, I guess, which I actually like. Some people probably wouldn't like that, but I like it. Anyway, that uh, I will, I can be happy to come back to this once I have com- like gone through the main story of the game. But that is my thoughts on mm-hmm. new Pokemon Snap and the history of that game. Gotcha. What yeah, that? no, that's super cool. When you were first telling me about this game like a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and you were like, "Oh, you take pictures of Pokemon," I was like, "Okay." <laughs> like I just was like, I didn't, I didn't understand. Like now that you've said that there's like a story and like that there's points and like that there's an ending to the game, mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. um, that you can't really like lose the game, mm-hmm. but you can finish the game, I guess. It makes more sense to me because at first I was just like, that's it. That's all you do. You just like take pictures of Pokemon. Like, okay, that mm-hmm. sounds like it would get boring really fast. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not necessarily wrong for some people that might be boring honestly like they might be like i want to fight something or do something and if that's how you feel don't Mm -hmm. don't even bother with this game Mm -hmm. like don't because like the worst that you're going to do with fighting is like a pokemon will angrily yell at you and that's it Mm -hmm. like a hey you kid get off my lawn kind of yell but it's not going you're not getting attacked by pokemon they're just gonna be like hey you hit me in the head you fucking jerk and then it's just like (laughs) anyway bye like that's <laughs> like yeah. that's it that's like that's what you're gonna get as far as a fight is concerned right like yeah. the, they're like there's like a really um interesting part in new pokemon snap where without spoiling it you got to have a boss battle which is really just one pokemon all you have to do is focus on this one pokemon and you're just trying to get a really really good photo of it and it's basically like leading you on so like mm-hmm. you're just going through the park but if there aren't any other Pokemon necessarily around, or if there are, you have to like figure out a, like a, a puzzle to like get them to appear. Mm-hmm. But like the Pokemon goes from like these special flowers and it glows off of that. Oh. And so you're trying to get like, like basically like getting the best photo while it's just being itself. 
Mm-hmm. And it like, mm-hmm. it's really funny. I don't know if the video is still up because like when they introduced this boss battle, when I was playing it, like the pod like teleports in and your character is like in it. And I'm like looking around and looking around and I'm like, what's going on? And then all of a sudden you just turn around and it's like, hey, what's up? Like, it's like right in your face. <laughs> it's so funny. The Pokemon is just like, yeah, you weren't slick. I just saw you teleport in. And I decided to just come say what's up. And you're like looking around and you like turn around and you're just like, ah, because <laughs> this is like, hello, right in your face. Yeah. Um, th- yeah. This only translates for Amelia because I'm doing all of the motion. <laughs> but anyway, um, go on. Yeah. But now like, because you, you played this on stream yes. a couple days ago and I was watching for a while, but not paying super close attention partly because I knew that you were going to talk about it today and so I didn't want to like spoil myself too much mm-hmm. I guess or like learn too much about it as you're yeah. playing it so that um I wanted to like hear you talk about it mm-hmm. as more of my first impression I guess I don't know yeah um, no, that makes perfect sense and um but but it was nice to be able to like see a little bit of it so that I could like picture a little bit in my head more about what it was about but Uh um yeah I I think um the fact that you can like interact with them or like give them food or give them things to like get them to do other things Mm -hmm. so that you can take different different pictures of them that that part sounds cool yeah because I was thinking about like talking about like jungle cruise or whatever mm-hmm. at at disney world that is such a great um like that helped me at least yeah. put some context to it um fun fact reference, if anyone cruise. is offended by that reference i've never been on jungle fuse i don't know anything about it but that's like the picture that i got in my head anyway <laughs> it yeah i mean you're not wrong fun fact jungle cruise is the first ride i ever went on at disneyland um so um yeah anyway um but yeah i mean like that ride along with a lot of rides at the disney parks are some sort of vehicle going through a track and like animatronic animals or whatever are doing their thing and so yeah every time you go through it it's exactly the same um and then i was thinking about how the first time i went to the only time i've been to disney world we went to animal kingdom and went on a ride quote unquote i guess ride which is more like like what you were talking about with like an african safari kind of a thing is that Mm -hmm. it was like riding this vehicle this open air vehicle through this I mean it's technically like a track in that it's like a road that they drive through Mm -hmm. um but it's real animals and they don't come right up to the vehicle but like it is real animals so like every time you would go on it it would be different um because real animals do different things (laughs) um and so like to me in my head like that's that you bringing that up was like a really good um, way to visualize it for me because Mm -hmm. yeah I was thinking about like I think in my head I was imagining it more like the former of like okay so you go through this game and you take pictures of these Pokemon and that's that they they are just there and you just do that or whatever um but it sounds a lot more dynamic than that of like 
they can do different things and you can lead them to do different things and you can get them to do different things and Mm -hmm. take different shots of them and so that's really that's really cool yeah I want to I want to watch you play it on stream some more now (laughs) yeah it's really interesting it's very interesting um trying to think if there's anything else that I can really say about it other than just like it was mm-hmm. it's I'm having a lot of fun with it I love that it's That's giving great. me more to do than just take the photos you know yeah um sure. and that like I'm compelled not even as a completionist but like I'm compelled to be like okay the game is giving me hints about what could happen in this spot mm-hmm. you know like for instance it was like hey there's a Pokemon that will like that like, does not show up literally. Like I, they didn't say this, but like it's, I'm telling you this. There's a Pokemon that does not show up until you hit a certain level on the night section of like the first oh. course. Like you won't ever see it. Like, mm-hmm. It doesn't show up anywhere. Like not even a hint of it. There's nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. And so the game, like when I got there, the game was like, hey, keep an eye out for a Pokemon that like didn't, that like you haven't seen yet sleeping mm-hmm. next to Torterra. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. And so when I was like, okay, here are the Torterra, I'm like looking around, like trying to see. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, there it fucking is. <laughs> and so I like, yeah. threw a ball, like, like boop it. Uh-huh. Like you feel bad. Cause they're like, hey, the poor little thing's asleep. But it's like, I gotta get a <laughs> wake up. I gotta get a photo of you. Click, I got it. And then it's just like, okay, cool. I guess I'm just gonna eat this apple. All right, I'm going back to sleep. Good night. And I was like, bye. <laughs> Or like um, somebody that was showing up in my chat was like just like fake traumatized by Tangrowth because again, it's just like, and it has no mouth. So all you see is just like the eyes just staring like into your soul. And it was just like, it's like, I'm sorry. I think Tangrowth is going to possess me. I, I don't know what to do with my life anymore. All I want to do is get fruit and stared blankly into people's eyes you know like it's like making memes out of it and just having a good time with it but um mm-hmm. it, it's it's a lot I, i'm having fun with it do i think it's worth 60 bucks no but on the same time like i genuinely don't know when you're gonna find a sale for it like it right. won't be it won't be anytime soon right i think yeah so like if you're even considering if you're just like i like if it's like if you're like i'm i'm gonna wait on a sale for this to happen just play the game or don't like not to be rude about it but just like either commit to just being like i'm gonna buy it or i'm not yeah because you're not you're probably not gonna find a sale on it it's gonna suck yeah so but but the plus side is is now that it's like actually cool to watch people play video games like Uh because i remember i don't know if i've talked about this on on um on chat or anything but like i remember going into like friends houses or whatever and they'd be like hey do you want to play this and i'm like if you want to just like play a game i will watch you play a game and they were like what that's weird why don't you want to play and i'm like i just have fun watching people play video games Mm -hmm. and so then when twitch became a thing i was like are you telling me that there were all these people out there that were like cool watching other people like video games that i didn't know (laughs) it very much felt like uh jungle to jungle to make a weird reference of being like wait there are people like me what the fuck Anyway, that's it for new Pokemon Snap. Um, if you had thoughts, uh, things that you thought are cool, or did you, if you took pictures um, in the original game and then printed out stickers and put them on your binders at school and showed them off and to to the um, delight of absolutely no one but yourself, uh, <laughs> let me know. Um, you can hit us up at ASWAYD. P-O-D on the Twitter or Instagram. If you add the at gmail.com uh, into your email client du jour, you can send us an email if you don't prefer it using social media. Um, in the description, you can buy some cool ASWAYD merch at my Spreadshirt store. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, looking pretty cool. We're going to put the classic logo up there uh, pretty soon, but just know that there's a really cool mod logo that my wife made that mm-hmm. I think looks super fucking cool and dope um, yeah. that you can get if you want. Uh, also with the, the regular A Black Sparrow merch, uh, I am A Black Sparrow on the Twitter, the Twitch, the Instagram, and the TikTok. ShareRobinson.com if you want links to my merch, excuse me, or anything um, uh, else that's going on show-wise. Um, I have a project lined up for next year, which I cannot officially say Ooh. what it is, but um, it, that's a that's a theater-related thing. So nice. Um, watch this space for that. I can't mm-hmm. officially say what it is, but I'm very excited about potentially doing this project. So there's that. Um, and then Amelia is at Shake Meets World. Yeah on instagram and twitter and other embarrassing places on the internet um (laughs) (laughs) no um yeah i'm super excited i bought a bunch of merch um from our new shop um some aswayd merch but also some a black sparrow merch you did not how dare you you didn't tell me what you got it was just like it didn't tell me like what version you got it was just like oh this person bought like this sticker and mm-hmm. this mug or whatever and i was like this has got to be all aswayd no nope. how nope. dare you i'm going to throw a chair very <laughs> gently in- um and it is supposed to arrive tomorrow so oh, but- i will be testing those items I got a variety of items uh to see because I wanted a variety of items but also then later I was like oh that was smart because now I can see like quality and <laughs> yeah yep 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 um yep, yep, yep. so yeah be uh maybe before this episode comes out so that you know mm-hmm. once you listen to this you might be like duh I already saw this um <laughs> Um, maybe I'll post some pics on our Instagram of of the merch um, and, and some reviews. Um, so mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I'm excited about that and um, hope you hope you check that stuff out. So yeah, that's what else do we? <laughs> uh, didn't I make a theme song for it? But this is Amelia. What the fuck is this? I almost forgot. It's <laughs> just like I almost started ending the podcast and then I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> we forgot something. So this is the part of the podcast where I show something to Amelia on the internet and she reacts to it and it's uh, crazy wild. Now, I will say this. This is something that you might have seen. I'm going to concede the game before it is it is given you might have already seen this but i couldn't not put it as a thing it's probably the longest wtf that we've got but it's still it still fits because it's a tiktok video so the longest those can be is a minute Mm -hmm. so um i will shut my mouth and uh hopefully let you enjoy okay let's see that fucking david blaine What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I had not seen this. Oh, yes. Okay, good. I was like, Amelia probably has seen this, but I can't resist. I have to do this one. No. Okay, so it's this TikTok, and it's Harrison Ford, assuming, assume, like, I assume he's in his house. And is that David Blaine or is it not? 
do we know it is it is him okay because because you can't you you never really yeah, it's, see it's zoomed him. in pretty close so you can you can barely yeah. see his face so you, yeah he's just kind of like off to the side or off camera most of the video so um but he gives harrison ford a deck of cards and is like you know think of a card the card is not in the the card that you thought of is not in the deck and then asks him to pick a piece of fruit there's like a couple bowls of fruit on the kitchen island and he he picks i think an orange and they cut it open and the card he was thinking of is wrapped is rolled up in the middle of the orange like um, wet and everything like it was yep. like it's been there for a significant amount of time right yeah so what the fuck um someone on t- my favorite Sorry. part is is that he pulls the card out and sees what it is and Harrison Ford just stands there for a second and goes get the fuck out of my house <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. Uh, someone on Twitter said that, that they I, they think that he may have been a little high. Uh, Harrison Ford may have been a little high during during this situation, <laughs> which just makes it so much better. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't. A, I don't care. Uh-huh. And two, like, I feel like that would be my reaction either way. Like, I feel like yeah. my reaction either way would be like, I don't know what's happening. How did this happen? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> And now you know why I sent this one this week. I was like, you may have seen this one, but I was like, it's just, I can't, I can't resist because I feel like Amelia would very much say the exact same thing if someone did a a magic trick of this magnitude. She's like, get the fuck out of my house. (laughs) Oh my God. I was like, I have to show this one this week. There's no, I have the the die is cast. It has been made. Yeah, um, it's yeah, it's funny because I do like TikTok and I do spend some time on TikTok, mm-hmm. but I I feel like I have a the TikTok algorithm is like ridiculously good, mm-hmm. um, and so there are a lot of things that people are like, oh yeah, it's all over TikTok, and I'm like, I've not seen anything like that because I am <laughs> like so in my own little TikTok lane yeah. section of TikTok. <laughs> That's like when people are like, hey, you've stumbled upon like such and such TikTok. And I'm like, I did? Like, <laughs> like you found like arts and crafts TikTok. And I'm like, did I? Like, I didn't know yeah. there was an arts and craft TikTok app. Like, where the fuck is that app at? Right. Give me the app where I just can do that. I love, I love how that's how like different areas different themes different mm, whatever you want to call like of tiktok are talked about as like different i don't know like mm. I, I just love how they're talked about how it's like oh yeah you found gay tiktok yeah <laughs> <laughs> so like it's like, its own app videos on tiktok <laughs> or like you found anime tiktok like all like n- like all of the next 24 tiktoks as you scroll are all gonna be anime ones and then all of yep. a sudden you're like oh i found like Oh, I found like gamer TikTok somehow. Or did I get? And then I found yeah. I went from gamer TikTok to Minecraft TikTok. Now from Minecraft TikTok to like competitive Minecraft TikTok. Like what the fuck? Right. Yeah. And see now for me, mo- I'm mostly I somehow found my way to mostly into mental health TikTok and Swift Talk. <laughs> yeah, Swift Talk is perfect. 
Oh. Um, with a with a smattering of of um, yeah. Uh, I have to. <laughs> I have to. Since you brought up Swifty, I have to say this. I was in. Uh, shout out to Ems Lems on uh, on uh, Twitch. Uh, Ems E M S underscore L E M S like Ems Lemons like Emily's Lemons, but it's shortened um, because she was having her 12 hour subathon for her one year anniversary on Twitch. And the time that I stumbled in, she was watching uh, tour footage from Taylor Swift's uh, music. Uh, specifically, I did something bad. And I was like, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> that, that yeah. was, that shit was intense in a real good way. Yeah. Like Taylor was fucking killing it. Not to say that she doesn't normally, but like, I think the only time I've seen like Swifty like concert footage is at your house. So like, mm -hmm. yeah. And we were watching 1989, which is different. Mm -hmm. If you had watched Reputation Tour. Mm -hmm. I'm sure holy... Reputation Tour is like. Yeah, that like... tour was insane. Yeah. I well, should I can't, send I, you. I, 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 no, I want to watch it with you in person. Don't send okay. it to me. Okay. Don't, like that's the only time I'm ever gonna say, it. "Don't send it to me." I want to watch that <laughs> shit when we're hanging out together. Sounds good. <laughs> All, All right. right. So thank you all so much. Um, I know that I, I, we thought that this wasn't gonna go that long, but I think that we tangented to make it a, a standard ASWAYD length. Um, we hope that you enjoyed it. Thank you all so much for joining us. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. With that, I've been Amelia. And I've been Sherrick, and sometimes you're just out there trying to make a life as a miniaturist, and you live there with your so with your husband and your and your son and your daughter, and he wants to like go to a party or whatever, even though like you're kind of like in a weird place, and your grandmother or someone that you know's grave's been desecrated, and your son is like, hey, can I go to a party? And you're like, no, and then he's like, okay, cool, can I hang out with my friends? And you're like, yeah, but take your sister, and then you take your sister, and she's 13, and you leave her unsupervised. She eats a cake containing nuts, and she goes in an anaphylactic shock, and then all of a sudden you're like trying to like your son's like taking her to the hospital and you like roll the air the, the window down you swerve to hit a deer and you accidentally kill your sister and then and you're like what's going on and then you're like estranged from your son because he like was reckless and killed your daughter and then all of a sudden you hear like about how like this woman that's in town is potentially like related to you somehow through some sort of like weird sort of like demon cult and then you're just like okay cool and then you go through your mother's possessions and you link an album there and you find out about this fucking crazy demon king and then you, the demon king comes after you because like you do a seance and you find out that your daughter's spirit is like malevolent and shit and then all of a sudden you go ahead and you like burn your daughter's like belongings and then that causes your husband to burst into flames and then like you're just like oh shit the demon that we were talking about possessed me and then you like are possessed and you chase your son into the attic and then he freaks out and jumps out of a window but then the demon exits you and then he goes into charlie's treehouse this little daughter his name is charlie by the way and then like all of these like headless corpses they like like bow to you and like hey guess what you're the new demon king that's the end bye bye <laughs>